G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus once told his disciples that his plan for them was to become fishers of men, of people. And then, then he proceeded to turn their worlds upside down in showing them how. I wonder how welcome that kind of radical Jesus would be in the odd church around the place today. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to Fresh. Today we're going to take another look at this thing called church from a different perspective. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at this thing we call church. It is so easy to poke fun, to criticise, to list all the reasons why church is missing the point in our world today. And I'm the last person to ignore some of the weaknesses in our church. Far from it. If you've spent any time listening to these programs over the years, you'll know that I believe in calling a spade a spade when it comes to some of the failings of the wider church in society today. But here's the thing. We can examine it. We can criticise it. We can genuinely try to come up with a better approach or, or to address some of the endemic weaknesses. But at some point, at some point, are we going to do something about it? Are we going to sit on the sidelines and criticise it? Or are we going to get into the game and become part of the solutions to the problems we see? It's one thing to be honest and direct about the problems in our churches. That's great. That's healthy. But it's another thing entirely to spend a lifetime whinging and complaining about this thing we call church as though it's our role somehow to be the judge, jury and executioner when it comes to church. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Church is his idea and I for one don't think it's such a good idea to rail against God's plan and God's ideas and God's purposes, do you? Yesterday on the program, we looked at that powerful story of when Jesus, following his death and resurrection, helped his disciples to catch some fish. They'd been fishing all night, caught nothing, and then he stepped in. Let's have another quick look at that story today from John chapter 21. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples on the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Canaan in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said, well, we'll come too. They went out and got into a boat, but that night they caught absolutely nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples didn't know it was him. Jesus said to them, guys, why haven't you got any fish? And they answered him, We didn't catch any. And he said to them, listen, cast the net on the other side of the boat and there you'll find some. So they did. And now they weren't able to haul it in because there were so many fish. The disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, hey, that's the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that, he put on some clothes because he was naked and he jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish because they were not far from land, only about 100 yards. Now, I said yesterday, and I'll say it again today, this is such a powerful picture of many a church. Well-meaning people in the boat trying to catch fish, labouring hard, toiling until they're exhausted. 
but for all intents and purposes having no real impact in the lives of people. That's the problem with many a church, truly. Well, we're on the boat, and it seems to me that we have three options. When this carpenter from Nazareth comes and says, throw your nets in on the other side, we can call him a crazy carpenter. What would he know? He's a carpenter, not a fisherman. We know how to do church here in our local town. That's the first option. Or we can give up in despair and hire the experts to go doing the work for us. After all, this is hard work, this being a fisher of men. Now, let's, let's hire a pastor and an associate pastor and pay them. It's their job, not ours. And then, then there's the third option. The third option, the one that I'd like to look at now. These disciples, if we flick back to John chapter 21, had been to hell and back. They'd seen Jesus crucified. They'd seen him die. They'd lost all their hopes and dreams their own lives were threatened. They fled back up to Galilee. They went back to work as fishermen. They're on the boat. They didn't catch any fish last night. Talk about a bunch of losers. These men were condemned. They were failures. They kind of knew that Jesus was resurrected. He was alive again, but they still didn't get it. And Jesus comes along and gives them a catch and they recognize him. They race back to the shore. And what happens next? Have a look at John chapter 21, verse 9. When they came back to shore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you've caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of fish, 153 of them. And although they were so many, the net wasn't torn. And Jesus said to them, come and have some breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. And Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them. And he did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples. They're tired, they're hungry, they're dejected, and there's nothing like getting off the boat and sitting down having a barbecue with Jesus on the beach, letting Jesus feed you. Imagine how that felt for them. Imagine the sense of wonder and awe and joy at sitting down on that beach eating with Jesus. Let's be candid and honest here. The nets of many churches simply are not bursting with a catch. Some of the things that we've talked about here may apply to you. They may apply to your church. And probably some of us are kind of feeling a bit condemned and hopeless. We know we should be catching fish. We know we should be making a real difference in people's lives. But I'm not flourishing. We're not flourishing. Something's wrong. I feel so condemned. And Jesus comes along and you're feeling condemned and says, hang on a minute. Have a rest. Come and have breakfast. Let, let me feed you. Have some fish. Have some bread. Sit down with me. Let's have a yarn. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Just when you're feeling down, just when you're feeling condemned, Jesus helps you. Jesus invites you to a barbecue. Jesus feeds you. Then he picks the least faithful one of all, Peter, who denied him three times who said, I don't know Jesus, when Jesus needed him the most. And three times he now asks Peter to do something. When they'd finished breakfast, Jesus says to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And Simon Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. Second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Simon said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, tend my sheep. And he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter felt so hurt because he'd said for a third time, do you love me? And Simon Peter said, of course, you know, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Three times 
Peter denied Jesus. Three times Jesus gave him an opportunity, an act of friendship. He said, go and feed my sheep. I don't know you, but what I hear Jesus saying to me right now through this story is this. Church, do you love me? Feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep, do my work. Not the works of your hand, not the programs that you've got planned, not the things that you think. Do my work. Follow me. Flourish with me. Be prepared to lay down every last little bit and do it my way. How will you react when the carpenter gets in the boat with you? Stupid carpenter? Give up completely? Hire the experts? Or is your heart saying yes? Is there a spark of love and friendship in your heart that says, Yes, Lord, I'll lay aside all that I hold sacred. I'll put it at your feet. I'll do it your way so that your catch will be huge. God has a plan. God's plan is that you and I will flourish in the house of the Lord. He never promises it'll be perfect or that it'll be easy. Just that it'll work. tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. Or if you prefer, you can now receive a printed version delivered right to your letterbox. Printed or digital, both of those are completely free. It's God's Word, fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh Devotional sign-up waiting there for you. Or if you prefer, give us a call toll-free on 1300 722 415 to request the printed Fresh Devotional. The website and toll-free number again are freshdevotional.org or 1300 722-415. Head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.